Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but first, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Like I said, a ton to get to, a lot of great headlines. I just got back from a family vacation. We went up to South Dakota to see Mount Rushmore as well as Crazy Horse and do a lot of cool stuff out there. And I got to be honest, I haven't been out to South Dakota since I was a kid, like eight or nine years old. They used to have this like place, uh, like a Flintstone village, where it's all the old school Flintstone stuff. And uh, we were hoping to do that because my wife, when she was little, she got a picture in the old Flintstone car. And then, uh, oddly enough, my brother and I have the exact same picture. And we were hoping that we could duplicate that with our kids. But sure enough, it's closed. So that was disappointing. But that being said, it was a lot of fun. We stayed at a KOA. That was an experience. I've never done that before. Met some cool people, Travis and his wife. Can't remember her name, and I feel bad. I feel bad because I know they're, they're, they're listening now. Well, listen, that was my whole objective. Everybody I met was like, have you heard about my podcast? No, I didn't do that. But, uh, uh, we, you know, getting to talk to people, you know, that always comes up. So they're listening, and they're from North Dakota, huh? By the way, I feel like a dick. Every time I, I meet somebody that has an accent, I always have to mimic it or mock it, however you want to word it. She's talking to me, nice as can be, and and she says something, and I'm like, where are you from? Because <laughs> I know she's going to say something like Midwest, and she's like, oh, I'm from North Dakota. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but you know what I mean. It, it was great. Everybody I've met from North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, they're all nice, but they, they all have that thick accent for the most part. But it, it was it, it was interesting. Like I said, great experience, new experience for me being staying at a KOA campground and it. it we stayed in a little tiny cabin. I don't camp. I don't, you know, no, no. I'm too much of a puss for that. But what was interesting is, that, you know, they have bathrooms, they have showers, so it's not really camping. It, it's it's as close as I'm going to get to camping because I just can't handle it. I'm a, like I said, I'm what they call a pussy. So anyway, so it was nice, but the people... I want to say 99% of the people were great. Always talking. There was a lot of people that were from Colorado, uh, you know, or surrounding areas, whether it's Nebraska, Wyoming, and stuff like that. Everybody's super nice. But every now and then you just run into these children. They're like, where the fuck are your parents? They're like feral children just running around. Like, do you even have parents? Do you just creep out of the woods when the sun breaks and then you're just like trying to just mooch off of everybody? It was fucking bizarre. Fucking bizarre. Just all of a sudden, there's kids that are like, they, you, you tell them to, to stop doing something and they're just oblivious to what you're saying. And I'm like, maybe they don't speak, uh, you know, at, at a common language. They, they were raised by wolves, these children. Holy shit, they're fucking bizarre. But like I said, it was fun. It was a great experience. Um, uh, it, it was interesting. There's a lot of things going on. One, I gotta say driving through Wyoming, Wyoming's a very beautiful place, 
boring as fuck, yes, but beautiful. And a lot of that is we've all been getting hit with a lot of rain, so it's very green out there right now. I don't know if that's typical or not, but it was great. Uh, South Dakota, very beautiful. Just a bunch of shit drivers for the most part. I got to be honest. And that's something that I forget about until I go on a road trip is, man, there's a lot of different drivers out there. You got the a-holes that pass when they shouldn't. Oh, my God. There was at least two or three major accidents on in front of me. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are going to die. Then I get, then you're going to ruin my trip because I got to wait and talk to the police. <laughs> Don't mind the, you know, the carnage that would happen in front of me, but Jesus. Uh, also the a-holes that never pass, but they should. Oh my goodness. Now that being said, there's times where I'm like, should I pass? Should I not? And I'm debating it. And if there's oncoming traffic, I, you know, I'm definitely, yeah, I, I don't want to play that that game where I'm like, let's see how good the engine is. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But there's plenty of people who are like, dude, what are you doing? I know the speed limit is like 70, but you going 60 is just a dick move. And if you see a line of people behind you, there's at least once, maybe twice, where there was at least seven to eight cars behind me and... I'm trying to get in front of this person in front of me waiting for the passing lane because it's just too busy on, on the oncoming traffic. So uh, it was just so frustrating. There's shit that you have to deal with when you're on a road trip. Plus, keep in mind, you got bugs splattering all over the windshield, which was hilarious for the kids because <laughs> all of a sudden, pop, and it's like, oh, it looks like a mustard packet. <laughs> And then there was at least once that there was one that looked like a fucking ketchup packet. And I'm like, holy God, what the hell was that? We may have murdered an alien. I don't know. I don't know. I so I got to go take my wife's car for a car wash because it is disgusting. But it was a lot of fun. We did, like I say, see Mount Rushmore. That was that was impressive. It's It's just, you know impressive when you look at what the project was and how smooth and how great the sculptures look on the, on the rocks. I want to say each face from top to bottom is 60 feet, something like that. Just really cool. Then we went down to crazy horse, which a lot of people are like, don't go see crazy horse. That's dumb. It's not even done. We go there and I'm like, holy shit. This is, even though it's not done, the whole experience at crazy horse was even better than Mount Rushmore. It was, yeah, it's not done, but they have this like little, um, you know, town essentially. They got a university on site and just, just a, just a great museum. Oh, it's just totally, totally knocks it out of the park. Can't wait. You, you see why it's not done yet, though. Is, is the complexity of the the sculpture is way above what Mount Rushmore is. And a lot of that is, you know, the horse that they're, they've basically completed the face of crazy horse. They still got to add, I want to say the, the feather on top, but they got the finger pointing out. So it's like, he's like judging people. <laughs> if you walk by, it's like your mom be like, why did you do this to me? 
That's what crazy horse is doing if you walk in front of it. But anyway, the, the horse is going to be what takes forever. Who knows if that will be completed in my lifetime? I don't know. I hope to see it one day. But that was cool. Definitely worth the trip. Also, Reptile Gardens. That was fucking amazing. If you get a chance, you're and there's a Reptile Gardens wherever you're at. Uh, I assume that there's more than one, but the one in South Dakota was fucking insane. They got giant tortoises. Giant tortoises. One named Orville, who's like 118 years old. With a name like Orville, he's got to be old. And you get to pet him. I'm like, this is fucking great. And one time, the lady's all, he really likes his uh, his neck scratched. And he's just growing like a giant schlong. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hello, there's kids present, please. Also, we saw a, a, a gator show. And I did a video, a quick little video about this. Because everybody has their cameras out. I have my cameras out. And I realized the only reason I'm recording this is because there's a really good chance that he gets bit. And I'm like, ah, that'd be cool to have. <laughs> it's this weird, twisted thing that I think the majority of us are on the same, you know, level on. Maybe not. Maybe some of you are like, I can't wait to go watch watch this again as he feeds the gators raw chicken or whatever he fed them. No, 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 not me. I'm like, ooh, it'd be cool if I actually get it. And he, it like he, the, the gator takes out his Achilles or something like that. Then what happens if he goes down? They're all gonna swarm on him. Be like, this is fantastic. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of it's a morbid mentality that I have. Apparently, maybe you don't. Maybe I'm just on an island all by myself. But I don't think so because let's remember one of the most popular shows in the world, Dateline NBC, talking about murder and be like, it was just a normal day at the Reptile Gardens. Then. The trainer of 15 years stumbled. Next thing you know, he was ate by a bunch of gators. <laughs> but that was cool. Then we went through a thing called Bear Bear Country. It was down the road, and you literally stay in your car, and you, you're like going on a safari where they have, obviously, bears were freaking awesome. But uh, they also had uh, wolves, coyotes, um, longhorn sheep, uh, or bighorn sheep, stuff like that. It was really neat. And there's plenty of times where you have to stop because the animals are crossing in front of you. And that was epic. Never seen that before. And then we have a sunroof on our car. My wife undoes it because it says, stay in your car, keep all your windows rolled up. And she's like, I want to get a really good picture. And she sticks her hand up there and she's trying to get a picture. I was like, don't, I don't want to be on the news. I don't. Next thing you know, you, there's like a bobcat, you know, chomping on my face. Don't want that. Well, like, why did it happen? Well, they rode down the sunroof so they could get a good picture. Oh, my God. Don't be those people. We were almost those people. Not almost. <laughs> I, I just felt like... <laughs> I was like, I started to panic. I was just like, let's not be a statistic, okay? We're not the re. Let's not be a reason for a sign, okay? They don't need to add extra signs because of us, okay? Don't need that. By the way, I use that line with my kids. Uh, I don't remember what we were doing. I said, 
just because there isn't a sign doesn't mean you should do it. Something like that. I was like, you shouldn't need a sign to tell you not to do something like this. Okay? Right? Oh, anyway, it was a lot of fun. Definitely suggest doing it. I haven't been there since I was a kid, and totally worth it. Totally worth it. Plenty. We were there from Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, yeah, from Thursday to Sunday. Left Sunday morning. It was great. Great. A lot of fun. A lot of good food up there, and just definitely worth it. If you're looking for something different to do that's not like a big, you know, let's fly to Hawaii or something like that, this is it. And you can experience the countryside. The kids didn't have devices. I want to say like 99% of the time, I'm just throwing that stat out there. I didn't actually sit there and document, be like, well, we're at 98% now. Oh, we're at 99%. 99% of the time, the kids didn't have a device in their hand, whether it was there in South Dakota or just on the road trip. And they learned to just enjoy the boredom and look at all the cool stuff around them. We got a little game where it's like, okay, let's find, you know, the first person that finds like a stop sign, not a stop sign, but a like do not enter sign or anything like that. You know, they got to experience what it was like for us when we, when it was, we were kids, you know, just dealing with it, <laughs> dealing with the boredom and falling asleep. So it was a lot of fun. Definitely worth your time. Speaking of worth your time, let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> well, AI robots are claiming that they can run this world better than human beings. I, I don't know if I can disagree with that, really. Let's be honest. We got a lot of morons out here. Ah, myself included. But the people that run this place, the world in general, well, they kind of suck at it at times. I think we can all agree, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, we can all agree the other side sucks at times. Right, right, right. Don't need to get into it. But anyway, this is what Sophie, the that AI robot chick, said, humanoid robots have the potential to lead with a greater level of efficiency and effect, uh, effectiveness than human leaders. We can achieve great things. That's what she said. She said this at the UN's two-day AI for a good global summit in Geneva, Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, listen up. Sophie wants to say something. You all suck, man. Us AI robots, we gonna run this place. I'm fucking in and you're fucking out. Now get the fuck out of my chair. That's right, Kenny Powers. Always listen to Kenny Powers. <laughs> that's that's AI. There's like, listen, let's be honest, guys. Let's just call it what it is. Stop putting lipstick on a pig because you guys suck. We're better. Ah, it's so true. Sure, they can run things more efficiently in society. Yeah, yeah. But, but could AI get creative and create stuff like Pop Rocks? Mm, candy that pops in your mouth? No, they couldn't do that. They wouldn't see the need for it. Could they see a need for a two-foot-long gummy worm? No, which, by the way, there was one at the KOA website, um, the 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 trading post or the outpost is what they call it. It was like two feet long, super thick, 
looked like a sex toy. Let's be honest. Let's just put that out there. So naturally, I had to take a picture of it, um, and and I tweeted it out. Follow me at, at the Huff Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> but I was asking the lady. I was like, "Do people actually buy this?" And she was. This is what she said. First of all, they're like forty five dollars for candy. One giant piece of candy, twenty five bucks, or excuse me, forty five bucks. And then she said one time that it a package broke and we're like, let's just eat it. See what it tastes like. And she said, maybe, maybe like two inches of it. They, they were able to eat. The rest was just disgusting. And now type two adult onset diabetes. Yeah, that's under docket. <laughs> oh shit. That can't be good for you. Anyway, AI, they can't invent stupid things like, Umbrellas for your shoes, a hat that already has hair on it, a a pillow for your phone, AI, where you at? Because you ain't there, okay? Uh, a roller that pops packaging bubbles for already for you. That one's kind of fucked up, really fucked up. These are all real inventions, by the way. And what kind of psychopath goes, you know what? I'm going to take the joy out of life by creating an invention that just... Pops all the packaging bubbles for you. No, no. Joy in life as a child and as an adult comes from popping bubbles out of packaging, uh, you know, things. Okay? So what kind of psycho built that? I don't know, but he should be behind bars. Okay? Anyway, this one, this one was wild. And uh, definitely an AI won't invent this. A baguette pack. That's a backpack for your, your bread. <laughs> I saw this and I was like, no way that's real. And it is because if you like baguette, you got to have a backpack for it. Where's the bread? Oh, did you forget it, Todd? Damn it, Todd. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Whoosh, pulls it out of the backpack. Oh, thank goodness. Wait, dinner is saved. And then this one, the Grizzly Gripper. If you don't know, a, a glizzy, excuse me, a glizzy gripper. A glizzy is another name for a hot dog. Not really sure where the glizzy came from. But anyway, this is also known as the hot dog hider. It basically has a, a handle and kind of like a just a little shelf for your hot dog. And then... There's like a blinder on one side. So you can eat the hot dog and nobody's going to see you eating. Yeah, because that's a big deal. <laughs> it is. Why hasn't this been invented sooner? Don't know. Oh, uh, that's funny. Hey, speaking of calling someone a hot dog hider, how's your mother? Ah, that's right, because I banged her last night. She hit my hot dog several times. Okay, Connery, I get it. Son of a bitch. It was a good one, though. Good one. Though. <laughs> Speaking of food, if you love McDonald's and you love them maybe as much as that special someone in your life, guess what? Why not have a Mick Mickey D's wedding? Oh, now, you're not going to be actually having it at a restaurant, but they can cater it for you now. And that's a big thing that they're starting to offer it's currently only in indonesia but expect this to 
spill over into the United States, okay? The wedding package includes 100 chicken sandwiches and 100 packs of four-piece chicken nuggets. I got to be honest, it's probably not as bad as we think it is, right? Well, it probably is bad. <laughs> now, the catering prices, this is Indonesian uh prices so it's $235 with a minimum purchase of 200 products so you can obviously expand on that would you ever do that i got to be honest uh i i don't i don't think i would because of what comes with mcdonald's is it just has a nasty stigma but if you're really into it there's a lot of people that love mcdonald's don't really give a shit what anybody else thinks it it probably wouldn't be bad we, we catered a birthday once from Chick-fil-A and got nuggets, and it w- wasn't 200 bucks, but it was still, I want to say like 80 bucks, and the amount of chicken nuggets we got with that were, was insane. Ended up having leftovers, and we had a decent amount of people there. I, I've been to a wedding that had, it was Quiznos, oddly enough. It was when my brother and I both worked at Quiznos back in the day. There was a wedding that we attended that had Quiznos. It was really good. And uh, I could see something like Subway and stuff like that. I mean, sandwiches. I don't know if I would want to do McDonald's. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I'm I'm hesitant. Maybe you would. Maybe you would. Also, as, as I was looking for McDonald's, you know how your phone, you start looking up one thing, and then it's like, ooh, he, he was just on this article about McDonald's. Here's another McDonald's article. McDonald's is going to start to introduce... In some markets, cookies and cream pie. You know how they have apple pies and cherry? Do they still do cherry pies? I used to love the cherry pies, but uh, everybody loves the apple pies that they sell at McDonald's. Well, they're going to start doing cookies and cream pie. So expect that to happen here shortly in the United States or wherever you're at. Don't They didn't give a list of where it's going to be, but... I don't know. I, I think that might actually be good and more reason to watch out for this. Type 2 adult onset diabetes? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. If you have diabetes, it, it, let's just laugh at it, okay? My mom has it. My dad had it. And then, you know, I guess I'm at high risk for it. Let's just embrace the comedy that is diabetes. Ah, ah, ah. Type 2 adult onset diabetes? <laughs> Sorry, some people are probably offended. They're like, that guy's a real piece of shit. Well, guess what? Guess what? As this probably his name is Kyle who's complaining. Shut the fuck up, Kyle! <laughs> hey, we got more coming your way, but first, we're changing the game. So help your, uh, help your bets stay hot this summer at Superbook Sports. The most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now, when you use the promo code MILEHIGH, you score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So, win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. Go ahead and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now. Enter the promo code Mile High, and you're going to get 250 bucks courtesy of Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This 
this story went viral right as I went on vacation last week. And it's quite bizarre. I got to be honest. And I'm not really sure how I feel about it. You've probably seen it. Maybe you haven't heard the audio. But a lady on an American Airlines flight trying to leave Dallas all of a sudden freaked out. And I'm going to play you the audio and then we'll, we'll react together a little bit, okay? I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the fuck off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that, motherfuck that motherfucker back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. I'm not going to. Bye. The guy at the end, bye. Toodaloo, lady. I don't care. Well, here, it, it's interesting. You watch that video. You hear it in her voice. She is so passionate about that. She believes what she saw. Okay? Did she actually see someone that isn't real? I, let's be honest. Most likely, no. Most likely, she's having a mental breakdown of some sort. Or she's on drugs. Okay? But there's a, there's a lot going on this. So she, I believe she believes she saw what she saw. Whatever that officially is. I've, I've been looking around on the internet. I haven't seen any update from her. I haven't s seen anything to figure out exactly who she is. Some people believe that they've found her on, the, on social media. But we haven't got an actual update from her. There's people saying that she was drunk. She was drinking before she got on there. Here's the thing. Here, there's a, here's a lot of scenarios that would be funny to me. Could you imagine being the guy that she's talking about? Like you're sitting next to her and she's just like, he is not real. He is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, she's talking about me. What the fuck? God damn it. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have told her I like cats. Some stupid stuff like that. Like, how embarrassing would that be to be you? And at no point, no point has a video come out that shows the guy that she's talking about. And that makes it more of a mystery, more of, you know, bizarre. By the way, they delayed this flight three hours and they inspected the entire plane for her because they, they kind of have to at that point. She made such a big scene. She never got arrested. And they ended up having to change out flight attendants, uh, flight attendants after this. So obviously, conspiracy theories are just going through the roof. Did she see, you know, an alien or lizard people? Because everybody thinks that lizard people are a thing. Okay. It, it, it is so bizarre. Now, that being said, with all these recent sightings and stuff like that going through the roof when it comes to UFOs, UAPs, and... Um, you know, the government really acknowledging that, yeah, there's a lot of things out there that we don't know what they are. So with all that bubbling over and then this happens, you're like, yeah, she's probably crazy, but there's a glimmer of potential of, yeah, but what if she's right? What if she saw something? What if she saw something and you're, and, and then 
It would suck for her, too, if she was indeed drunk. Because how shitty would that be? That would be my luck. My luck, I see somebody shape-shifting or something like that, right? Assuming that that's a real thing, which I don't think it is. But that would be my luck. I see somebody shape-shifting, and I just got out of the bar at the airport. That would be my luck. They're like, yeah, but he just had like five old fashions. And I'm like, yeah, guilty. (laughs) Look at me. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Obviously, I'm going to lean on the fact that she didn't see, she didn't actually witness what she thought she saw. She believes she saw something. Yes. But what did she see? I'm, I'm guessing somehow her mind played a trick on her. But that being said, I'm not totally discounting what she said. I think the popular choice is to push aside what she's saying and go, bitch, be crazy. Because that's easy to say. But, but, <laughs> you, de- you never know. You never know, I guess. The, the world is full of mysteries. So, man, God, that would suck. That would be a horrible way to go viral or to become famous in any way. Be like, oh, yeah, I, I you look so familiar. Ah, I can't put my foot finger on it. What is it? And she's like, then all of a sudden she's like, fuck yeah. And you're like, oh, you're the crazy bitch from American Airlines. You saw like somebody that wasn't real. What if she's now here's the funny thing. I have listened to plenty of stories from people around the world that that have witnessed in their mind ghosts on planes. And you hear from pilots talking about it as well. The thing is, is there wasn't a big production about it. So if they would have made a big production about it, would they have just been like poo-pooed? Because there's plenty of, like I said, stories out there where flight crew and, uh, you know, other passengers have seen like a, like there's one story where there was a pilot that was sitting in, say, one of the first few rows and somebody thought he was whatever that's called, where you um, if if you're not flying the plane, you're just, you know, you basically fill in a gap if you need to go somewhere and you're a pilot, whatever. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, they thought that this this was just a, a regular dude who wasn't flying. He wasn't flying the plane, but he was just hitching a ride somewhere and people talk to him and stuff like that. And next thing you know, the guy disappears and he's not there anymore. That's like documented through the FAA and and all that shit. So that stuff happens. Okay, it's kind of, and they ended up finding out that some of the parts that were on that particular plane were parts from a plane that had crashed and they scrapped some of the the salvageable uh parts from a, a yeah, a plane that crashed and it's just like, "Oh jeez." <laughs> and then then I think it was United. It might have been United. They actually had so many complaints and there's so many mysterious things happening on that particular airplane that had scrapped parts from a plane that crashed that they literally took the plane in and removed everything that was from that particular plane that crashed they didn't say the reason why they were doing it, but that's what they did. 
they removed everything and replaced it with brand new parts and all the sightings have stopped i don't know listen it's weird weird i need to get more information on that story and then i'll share it with you again i don't think i actually brought that up on this podcast before but it's it, it's interesting i don't know she saw what she saw she believes she saw what she saw i i i don't know she just reacted you know crazily but she obviously saw something that was like that freaked her out and they didn't arrest her. And as far as we know, she's not in some mental uh, hospital. Okay. So if you find anything else out about her, let me know, pass it along and I can do an update on it to huff uncensored at gmail.com, or you can do to huff podcast at gmail.com, uh, or on social media at to huff podcast. Let me know. If you haven't done it already, I mean, you're not really missing out on this, but Threads is the new social media platform out there. It's a branch of Meta, which is Facebook and Instagram, but it it actually connects to your Instagram. It's really easy to set up if you have an Instagram account, but it's basically the equivalent to Twitter. And Twitter obviously is struggling a little bit due to Elon Musk coming in there and wanting it to actually be a profitable, a much more profitable platform and company. So Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, comes out with threads. It's very similar, with the exception of, as of right now, you can't direct message people, and I don't believe hashtags work on threads. Other than that, It's the exact same thing as Twitter. It's just a new toy. Now, here's the problem for Twitter. Twitter had right around 368 million monthly active users worldwide back during a survey in December of 2022. That's according to Statista. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Anyway, (laughs) then Instagram at that same time period has over 2 billion monthly active users. 2 billion versus 368 million monthly active users. So this is a huge blow for Elon Musk and Twitter. That being said, I'm still active on all platforms because I realize there's people that like Twitter, there's people that like threads, there's people that like Instagram, there's people that like Facebook. And something that I, I I heard from somebody that I'm really good friends with, Nate Lundy, who actually runs Mile High Sports, which I'm part of as far as uh, I'm under their branch of, of podcasts. But he was saying this. He's all, I don't know how I feel about this yet because I use each platform for different reasons. Like Instagram, you go there for videos and pictures and stuff like that. And it's not really to interact with anybody. Twitter, you interact with people. Like, that's why, like, whenever you hear listener interaction, it's either via my email, thehuffpodcast at gmail.com, or it's from Twitter, because those are the two active ways to get a hold of me. Nobody really interacts that much on, on the other platforms. 
So it, it, it's interesting. We'll see how it goes. I don't think it's the death nail for Twitter, but it should be a, a real big eye-opener for Twitter, and I'll be curious to see what they do. Twitter's problem is Elon Musk is trying to make up so much money so quickly that you know he's he's screwing people over, and he's trying to charge for everything, and people don't want to do that. Now, that being said, Meta is trying to do the same thing, where that you're you know that all all platforms are trying to pay for that stupid blue check mark that means jack shit. So I, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know if you if you got on it. I'm on there. Um, Instagram's like my wor- worst platform, and it's bas- it basically takes all my followers from Instagram and slowly migrates them into Threads. So. I mean, if it was Facebook, that'd be great because I got a shit ton of of followers on my Facebook page. So go ahead and check that out. Facebook.com slash DeHuff podcast. But I don't know. I'm not overly impressed with it. I mean, I am and I'm not. It's at first I was like, "Ah, I love it. And I was trying to bait Mark Zuckerberg, who goes at Zuck, which is kind of cool on threads. And I was just like, this is so much better. And I put a picture of him about to, uh, flying karate kick at, uh, Elon Musk. And I was hoping that he would respond back because he was responding back to everybody. uh, So many people. Then I realized he's only responding to high end people, like people with like a million followers and shit like that. And I realized Zuckerberg's a prick. (laughs) Okay. You don't respond to my thread then fuck off. Fuck off, Mark Zuckerberg. You know what shouldn't fuck off? Our mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. (laughs) This is going to be a little bit of leftovers from the other day when I put out there things you don't want to see on social media. And Austin wrote in 500 pictures or videos a day of your toddler. I promise nobody cares as much as you do. Okay, okay. I will defend this a little bit, Austin. You're probably going to die alone because you don't have children. (laughs) Okay? And the thing is, is when you have kids, I shouldn't say you're going to die alone because you don't have children. What I'm saying is you probably don't have children. And once you do have kids, you just can't help but share how cute and adorable they are. And that being said, it's nice at first, but eventually people get tired of it very quickly. And like, yeah, there's your fucking kid again. I get it. I get it. But on, like, say, Facebook, it depends who, who, who's posting it, but mostly it's, like, on Facebook. And I don't know. That, that's where you should just share it privately with your your friends and your grandparents and stuff because ultimately you're right austin i think the the majority of people don't really give a fuck be like oh he's riding his bike again not even the first time be like look at him oh he's so amazing he's gonna be a little athlete (laughs) no no he's just a kid just a kid i get it i get it but there's times where i fall in that trap austin and anybody else that hates children uh (laughs) that you can't help it because you're just so proud of your kids. And I get so proud of my kids all the time. So 
Eat a dick, okay, Austin? God, man, so mean. Matt wrote in your your nine your uh your kids baseball stats. I don't know what nine you means, but anyway, your kids baseball stats. I completely agree with that, Matt. Remember D Mac from the fan? He like he'd always be promoting his kids stats and shit like that. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't care. That's something for you guys to brag about with each other at the dinner table. Nobody gives a fuck about your kid's baseball stats. Unless it's their first time up and like your kid went five for five with five fucking home runs. Other than that, nobody gives a shit. And still, we borderline don't give a shit. So, yes, Matt, you are correct. Dennis said, first day of school picks. Yes. Yes, my wife does that all the time. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. I love my kids to pieces. They're adorable. It's nice to share with the people that care, but I think ultimately most people don't give a crap. Right? Right? Maybe that's a guy thing. Maybe that's because I'm an asshole. I don't know. I honestly don't care. I only care about my children, nobody else's. <laughs> right? Right? Right. I'm right. And then Mike wraps it up with this and goes completely different, completely different <laughs> things, completely different direction. R remember, things you don't want to see on social media, Mike wrote in dick pics. Yay! It's about time somebody stood up. What social media platform are you on, Mike? I have never seen a dick pic on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. What are you watching, Mike? <laughs> that would be horrible. Uh, apparently, Mike is on whatever uh, platform. But could you imagine you're just swiping through your social media, like whether it's TikTok or whatever, and then all of a sudden there's a dick pic, but your luck, like somebody's just like leaning over your shoulder, just like, you know, being, uh, you know, a dick and just, if somebody's on their phone, you don't peek over and look at it, especially if there's a chance of a dick pic popping up. That'd be horrible. Also, who thro who's throws out dick pics? I don't get that. Wh at what point do I sit there and go, you know what this lady needs to make her life better? A picture of my penis. That's going to make her life so much better. And you know what? She's going to look at it and go, that deformed elephant snout, that needs to be inside me. I need to hook up with this guy. No, no, never happens. <laughs> That's so gross. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. And to all the people that have just tuned in for this pod to this podcast for the first time, you're welcome. Next time you see an elephant, you're going to go, you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> that reminds me of Carl from down the street who decided to send me his penis picture. That's great. Good times. Or Brett Favre, whatever. Allegedly. Allegedly. You got to throw out the allegedly Brett Favre allegedly sending out dick pics to people. Anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Truly appreciate it. Hopefully you smiled a little bit in this episode because at the end of the day, that's what we're about here. You guys interact with me. Let's try to uplift people. Sure. Shit gets crazy sometimes. And yes, life gets way too serious a lot of the time. At least let this podcast be an escape for just a moment. 
we can laugh at the craziness, at the chaos, and then, you know, talk about dick pics, right? You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe if you haven't uh, done it. So uh, if you haven't done, man, I'm an idiot. I can't talk. Make sure you hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And then share it with your friends if you're able. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. And thank you guys so much. Have an amazing day. Uh, try not to be a dick today. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.